Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from the J Cave. I am joined, as always, by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? Good to be here. Glad to be here. Are you excited to be here, Bill? Are you happy? I am excited to be here. Yes. All right. And by the way, everyone, we the best podcast. podcast. Yes. According to DJ Khalid, we are the best podcast. Anyways, hopefully you all are doing well. Hopefully hopefully everyone is doing feeling safe, feeling good about themselves. And God bless everyone out there. Bill, what is tonight's topic right here on Mixed Bag? Okay, guys. Uh, first of all, uh, we did uh, some fake advertising last week, and we need to address that. Um, last week, we did bad movies made by good directors. And today, we were supposed to do good movies made by bad directors. But you know what? Um, we really literally couldn't think of anything. Am I right? What was that? Unfortunately, but that's we, okay. We literally couldn't think of anything. So, so what we're going to do is um, we're going to shelf that for now. So yes. we don't know if we're going to do it at a later time or if we're just going to scrap it permanently. Um, but today's topic, and we just came up with this right on the fly crossovers that we wish would happen yes now to be fair some of these crossovers may have already already happened and we'd like to see sequels to them or some of them we have not seen before but we think that would be an amazing movie to go see and i i'm all for some of them personally some of them that are really good truthfully um bill would you like me to go first tonight do it all righty everyone well listen my first pick tonight right here on the Superview Show's Mixed Bag, is RoboCop versus Terminator. This is, obviously, this is the, our, the first one that, the, the, this is the first one that I thought of that I, that I personally, think, you know what, this could be a good topic for tonight. Hear me out for a second, everyone who's not in the nerdy, geeky, pop culture stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, hear me out for a second. Robocop versus Terminator was a graphic novel in the late mid to late nineties, if I'm not mistaken, by Frank Miller, the guy who directed Sin City. He also did a bunch of stuff with uh, the Batman graphic novel, The Dark Knight Returns. Um, Robocop versus Terminator would, to me personally, would be an incredible, incredible film to see because we've never seen it before on screen. Now, would Arnold come back and do it? Possibly. Would they get would they get another T eight hundred to do it? Maybe. Would they get you know Peter what is it Peter Weller who got put RoboCop? You know would they, hey would he come back? I don't know. They did reboot RoboCop a couple what, more almost ten years ago now in twenty fourteen with RoboCop's reboot. I mean anything is possible nowadays. I think this is a wasted opportunity to not do truthfully and like and because you've two you've two characters. That are so like close together and like you know <coughs> similar, they just have not made a movie of it. But there is a graphic novel of it. If you can go on Amazon, you can check it out. It's but literally, if you adapt the graphic novel of the storyboards, the artwork, so if you adapt that graphic novel into a full-on movie, you would have an incredible film. Have James Cameron direct it or produce it, or whatever. Have you know. You know, certain individuals involved with the pro- like Fred Decker, who like who wrote, wrote one of the RoboCop films. Like, 
people back together and say, look, we're going to do this together. And RoboCop versus Terminator is going to happen. I don't know if it will happen specifically because of rights issues. I believe Sony, maybe you can fact check this really quick, but I believe Sony has the rights to RoboCop, Sony Columbia. And I believe Paramount Skydance has the rights to the Terminator franchise. So theoretically, like this could not happen because of the rights issues. But imagine if it did happen, this would be a fascinating movie to see. RoboCop versus Terminator, I feel would be an incredible film. Bill, what is your take on RoboCop versus Terminator? And have you seen Terminator and RoboCop? Well, I haven't seen all of Terminator. And I know we're doing a commentary on that in the future, aren't we? Yes. Fair warning, everyone. We did a movie commentary of it like five years ago, and it came out terrible. So we're going to redo it. But anyways, yes. But... And um, I haven't really seen RoboCop, but you know what? I'm thinking this is like 80s action. This is going to be like an 80s action cheese fest. Oh, totally. 100%, dude. Uh, it's just going to be two people blowing each other up, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. I mean, And the two characters fit cohesively together. I mean, like, yes, there was a graphic novel. For those of you who are listening, I'll be able to see this. But if you Google RoboCop versus Terminator, uh Frank Miller graphic novel. Literally, if you cop comes out on top, why? Because he's the human brain, and humans and machines are in the human brain's most complex computer on the planet. Uh, and Robo and Terminator is just machine. But if you can, if you read this graphic novel, and if you find out what happens in the story, if you could adapt this into a movie, this would be a killer. It'd be a, a gore fest rated R thing, of course. Because like you know, it takes place in the future or whatever. The Terminator, I don't know. The Terminator goes back in time to go to go kill uh, someone. Robocop gets in the way and then they brawl it out. But I think this would be awesome. I, I would love to see a Robocop versus Terminator crossover film. That would be sick. Personally, that's me though. Um, I don't know. Like, any other con- for Robocop versus Terminator point? I mean, or, 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 would you be interested in seeing it yourself? I I would see that. It'd be okay. interesting. Like, would, um, would Arnold be in it, or would 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 The Rock be the new Terminator? <laughs> you get Dwayne the Rock Johnson to be the new Terminator. How about that? That'd be cool. Gotta have Arnold. Yeah. Arnold, the governor. Come on, it's gonna be incredible. <laughs> it's good to be back. I told you I'll be back. I told you from the get go I'll be back. Come on, and I'm back. I'm finally back as um, the, the T-800. Oh, my God. Incredible. Anyways, <laughs> our, our Arnold's in the building. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. Uh, he's Come with me if you want to okay. live. Um, Come with me if you want to live. Sarah Connor. <laughs> it's funny. Um, We can do that all day. But, I mean, Robocop versus Terminator, I believe it could happen if someone like Paramount got the rights to it. To the RoboCop rights, or Sony Columbia got a hold of the um, uh, Sony Columbia got a hold of the uh, Terminator rights. I don't, I, this would be just a fascinating film to see. I, I would love to see it personally, but that's me. Anyways, RoboCop versus Terminator. That is my first crossover. I would like to see. Bill, would you like to go next? Yes, let's do it. All right. What is your What is your first crossover film that you would like to see okay i would want to see okay 
People are going to argue, well, it technically happened in No Way Home. Okay. No, it didn't because we did not get because we did not get Daredevil. We got Matt Murdock. So I want to see a Spider-Man Daredevil crossover. Um, can I get a hell yes for this? <laughs> like, I'm all for this, but go ahead. Uh, you're not getting a hell yes. You know what you're getting? You're getting a fuck yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. What do you got? Uh, this, this would be great. I have some stuff to say too, but you go first. This would be, because if you read in the comics, Spider-Man and Daredevil were buddies. Oh yeah, they're best. Like we, like, listen, even though I was excited to see Charlie Cox and I saw, I said this after No Way Home. I'm like thinking this was just a cheap fan service. This wasn't, we're not going to see Spider-Man and Daredevil together. Just going to be Matt Murdock, Matt Murdock, see Daredevil crossover. Well, it technically was not a crossover. Right. But I would want to see them fighting together. And it would be so cool because, because, but you know what? I can see this happening sooner rather than later because they confirmed, what was that? What was that, JT? Tell me how and tell me why. That's all. <laughs> tell me why this could happen sooner or later, sooner than later. Yes. Yes. Because, like, after his appearance in No Way Home, um, they announced that Charlie Cox was part of was Charlie Cox's Daredevil was now part of the MCU. So we could be seeing eventually just a solo MCU Daredevil movie. Or we can be seeing a Spider-Man Daredevil crossover. I am super excited for if this were to happen. I would love to see them working together. I think this would be absolutely great. But you know what? Which one of the which of the three Spider-Men? Would you want to see crossover with Daredevil? Peter Parker? Uh, I mean, no. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or Tom Holland? Oh, wow. That's a really tough choice. I mean, I, I plug for the two videos I did on our YouTube channel called My Thoughts on the Amazing Spider-Man 3 Happening and My Thoughts on Spider-Man 4 Happening. Um, honestly, in a dream world situation, I would love to see... Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man pop up personally, but that's me. Um, Toby, I just think he's just too old at this point. Unfortunately, yes, they put him in No Way Home and it worked out perfectly, but I think that it was a bit too much because he is getting older and he's like 48. I forget. But I would love, I, I think personally, I, I would guilty pleasure choice, I, dream choice would be Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. But I, I, could oh, compl- see, I could see that because yeah, the um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies and the um, and Daredevil are kind of sort of the same tone, right? So I can see that happening. I would like Tom Holland. I would want to see happening because they have established that 
Charlie Cox's Daredevil does exist in the college world. Excuse me. Right. Excuse me. That they established that it works in Tom Collins' world. Mm. Uh, and in Tom Holland's world, um, it does establish that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you can see like these two, because Andrews Garfield's Spider-Man is darker, while Holland's Spider-Man is a little more lighter. Um, so you could see like like Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Charlie Cox's Daredevil, sort of their personalities colliding. Yeah, I could see that. Which would make for better mo- which would make for a better movie once you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I could definitely say, but in reality, it, I hate to be the negative Nancy of YouTube here, but I don't think we're going to see Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire back as Spider-Man. Unfortunately, I mean, we, the fans would love it, but I don't think they're going to. Now, ever since No Way Home, they're now like, ooh, ooh, yes, yes. Okay, let's make Spider-Man 4. Let's make Amazing Spider-Man 3. I know. I am all for them as a fan, but will I think they do it? I, but you got to be very realistic. slim like you chance, said, in my belief, that there's some chance. I mean, Toby Maguire is like nearly 50. Yeah, he's he's super like he's he's old, you know. He it was great seeing him come back. Now listen, overall, if if we have any fifty year old viewers, um, we don't think fifty's old, but we think it's old to play Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 a pretty old Peter Parker. Let's be real, guys. You know. Well, but, I mean, that's just me. Well, Andrew Garfield's getting up there in age two. I think he's a couple years away from 40. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah he's like he's late 30s. Is that right? Yeah, you know, like mid to late 30s. So if if they were to bring him back, they could he's got a couple years left in him. Hmm. Yeah, they could. I mean, anything is possible at this point. We we just saw Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland Spider-Man together. Anything is possible, but who knows? We'll see. Like, but but you know what? It's like um like and you know, as we saw from the Hawkeye series, Kingpin is now in the M- Wilson Fisk is now in the MCU. So maybe Spider Man and Daredevil team up to fight Kingpin. That would be awesome. I mean, seeing D'Onofrio in like a movie version of Kingpin, dude. Yeah, but it would also be a lot of the Peter. You don't know what you're getting yourself into here. This is a dangerous man. And then he'd be like. Murdoch, have you seen the things I fought? Yeah, right. Um, I think personally, I think I, I personally, I'm all for this because Daredevil is my favorite Marvel character. I mean, he's flat out my favorite. I love him. Um, but I think that seeing, I think honestly, I, and I really think that. When they do a Daredevil movie at some point with Charlie Cox, he reads petition. He's like, I want to do this. Let's make it happen. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I think Tom Holland is also, I think you could see Tom Holland show up in that movie too. But I, th- I think to answer your question, I think we're going to see the Tom Holland Spider-Man, if anything. I think we're going to see Tom Holland Spider-Man with Charlie Cox's Daredevil, if anything, truthfully. But that's me. I 
Don't disagree. I think I think it would be a Tom Holland Spider Man and a Charlie Cox Daredevil. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I think so. Yeah. Or what if they? What if we were to do this? And it's completely random. Tobey Maguire and Ben Affleck. <laughs> well, I mean, Be- Benifer is still going on, so who knows, bud? Right? Hey, but Ben Affleck is ripped. Ben Affleck, he 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 nailed Batman. Why not go back to Daredevil? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll probably talk about I'll probably talk about that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so I would want to see a Daredevil Spider Man crossover. Awesome. All right, All right. What's your it's back over to me. Back over to you. Cool. Here we go. All right. Now this one is another comic booky type one, but they've crossed over so many times in the comic books and the graphic novels. If you're a graphic novel fan out there listening or watching, good for you. I'm proud of you. As a as the host of the Superview Show, I'm proud of you. As a He's fan, proud of you. graphic novels, they're great. GI and Transformers. Hear me out for one second, ladies and gents. Hear me out again. Transformers and G.I. Joe have crossed over in the comic book world so many times. It's flipping crazy. I actually have, you know, you can't see this. I have this graphic novel that we pulled up here. I actually have it in my house. It's crazy. Like, I have this Transformers versus G.I. Joe crossover. And the artwork just drew me in, like seeing Snake Eyes versus either versus or teaming up with Optimus Prime. Can you? The nerds would flip out, Bill. The nerds would flip out for that. Oh, the nerds would totally flip out. I would love it if I if they did a Transformers and GI Joe crossover. I mean, plus they're both owned by Paramount. The tra- you in the Transformers movies, there's a heavy military presence for the most part. Um, you know, they're frequently crossing over the comic books. Uh, and plus, The Rock with Optimus Prime. Ladies, did I hear it drop? I mean, let's be real, but think about that for a sec. The Rock with Optimus Prime shooting Megatron. Dude. That'd be awesome. That would be sick. I mean, like, and you know, I'll go one step further in a second. But, like, can you imagine for one second that... Like, just think about this. Just process. I'll get to my thought in a second. Process this for a second. The Rock from GI Joe and Transformers fighting Decepticons, um, Dinobots, and tons of other GI Joe villains teaming up, or make a GI Joe versus Transformers one too. Paramount would do it. You know they would. Are we going to have to... Oh, God, we're not going to have it directed by... No, by, Michael Boom. No, 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 no. Michael Explosions. Megan Fox's ass. And The Rock. Every horny teenage boy's dream. We have to make a t-shirt with, with something we just said. I don't even know. <laughs> so Explosions. Michael Bay, if you're watching this, you kind of suck. Yeah, I mean, Michael Bay is not a bad director, first and foremost, but he just, I don't know, Transformers 1's great. The rest of them kind of like, okay, 3 is actually pretty good, whatever. No, but I, like, I remember I, I saw Transformers something, I think it was Dark Side of the Moon. 
Yeah, the third one, yeah. And um, I saw it in theaters. I was yeah. bored to tears. You're bored to death. Not it. Not all the Lincoln Park songs. Oh my god! Explosions and Megan Fox's ass is gonna make me like this, Michael. <laughs> Michael. Michael. Um, yeah, you're on my shit list, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and JT, by the way, one more time. Explosions. Megan Fox's ass. The Rock. Every nerd is somewhere in the world right now. It's having a wet dream of that. Just right there. All of those things and Transformers and G.I. Joe together. <laughs> I mean, I am all for this. They cross over all the time in the comic books. They, cr- they Even in the animated TV show, if I'm not mistaken, they cross over. I mean, why don't we make a live action movie of this? It's boggles my Paramount. Get on it, Paramount. Yeah, come on. So, anyways, Transformers versus G- and Ginger. Can I do an add-on really quick to this? Because I really think that this would be really beneficial. G.I. Joe. Actually, you know what? I have a separate one that I'm gonna that I'll talk about in a little while. But anyways, you go next. Go ahead. Okay. This was one that was actually in talks of being made, but because of the Sony hacks, it didn't happen. 21 Jump Street. I know where this is. And going. Men in Black. And Men in Black. Dude, I, 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 Men in Black. You gotta, you gotta tell me about this. This, I heard about this. I couldn't believe when I heard this. I was like, no way they're gonna do that. But go on, talk to me. No, it was leaked out when the Sony hacks happened. I think it was, that was in 2014. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, I just wanna say, folks, I'm old. Um, anyway, um, so, okay, so, yeah, they were thinking about this, like, but to me, there's a pros and cons. I think Tommy Lee Jones is getting a little too old, unless they have Josh Brolin from Men in Black 3, I think it was. Yeah. Like, when they travel back to the 60s and they get Josh Brolin, um, why don't we get like an alien specimen that is at a new college that that um that damn it I can't even remember their names right now Channing Tatum and I'm just calling them by the actors names that I cannot remember right now um Jonah Hill Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum at the new college that they're undercover at. And Will Smith, I know, controversial name right now. Ooh, controversy. Ooh, um, whatever. And Tommy Lee Jones are like, this rare alien is on your campus right now. Could we, and uh, you're going to help us out. And then it's just the whole movie of them chasing the alien. And whilst I was thinking, I was thinking of a funny cameo. Okay. And, and you know who this involves? Who? My girl, Anna Kendrick. Anna, call him at 1-800. You know Anna Kendrick was going to get involved in this somehow. Um, yes. Anna, call me. I'm such a better Bill than Bill Hader. Call me. Um, call 1-800. Got Bill. Got Bill. Okay. So how about this? Okay. This is just a quick cameo. Nothing in the, nothing too, nothing too expensive. Nothing too extravagant. Okay. They're walking around the um 
Okay. Um, Smith and Jones or Brolin, whoever. Yeah. Are walking, are just like, they're trying to chase the, they're trying to find the alien. And they walk into an auditorium. And here's where Kendrick comes in. Anna Kendrick and the Barton Bell is the acapella group that was in Pitch Perfect. They're doing some rehearsal. And then while they're singing, got him. Sorry, ladies. Continue. And they run out. Be Okay, that sounds stupid, doesn't it? You're good. No, I, I like that. But I do like that. That actually, that sounds very good. They're like, they're like, ain't about the money. Uh, and then, wait, they're in here, in here. Sorry about that, ladies. Carry on. Oh, my God, Bill. And I support it. Do you support this, folks? It's yeah. basically a... It's basically a Men in Black, 21 Jump Street, and Pitch Perfect crossover. Who's with me? Okay. Okay. Technically not a Pitch Perfect crossover. It, it's just a quick cameo. But, hey, it works. I am all for it. But yeah, but I don't think that would work because um, Men in Black and 21 Jump Street are both owned by um, are both owned by Sony, and I think Pitch Perfect's owned by Universal. So, oh. We could petition for it, having them sell the rights. <laughs> it's just a quick cameo. It's like, got him. Sorry, ladies, carry on. Um. So yeah. So yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think at first I remember when they announced that it was in the hacks. I'm like, good thing the hacks canceled it because it sounds like a dumb idea. Yeah. But now I'm thinking, you know what? This could work. I would give it a shot, but that's this bad. could work. 23 Jump Street meets Men in Black 4 called tw- MIB 23. <laughs> this could work. This could totally work. It's going to be weird as hell, but it's going to totally work. Oh, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Because I'll, I'll say this. I was kind of glad it didn't work. It didn't happen because I'm about to say a very unpopular opinion right now. What? I wasn't the biggest fan of 22 Jump Street. I mean, it's not for everyone. It's, I mean, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they are. It's all no, good. Some yeah. people were, there are people that were saying that they like 22 Jump Street better than 21 Jump Street. I'm like, nah. It was even on Watch Mojo's top 10 list of sequels that are better than the original. Seriously, get the fuck out of here. You're <laughs> going to put that 22 Jump Street with, with The Empire Strikes Back, Terminator 2, The Dark Knight, and The Godfather Part 2? No. <laughs> Come on, Watch Mojo. You could do better than this. Yeah, Watch Mojo. Do better than this, Watch Mojo. Yeah, Watch Mojo. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm taking over Watch Mojo. I'm going to Elon Musk Watch Mojo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to Elon Musk this shit. Um, do it. I dare you. <sighs> if Elon Musk could buy Twitter, I could buy Watch Mojo. <laughs> No, I can't. I don't have no. that type of money. Hey, JT, you want to go to business together on this it. one? Hey, why not, bud? Let's the do it. Super Review Show is taking over Watch Mojo. Take that. Watch Mojo. Me. We're yeah. in charge now, bitches. It'll be called, called Watch Super Review Show. <laughs> yeah. It'll be so, the new name of it. Anyways. So, um, yeah, I think that would be... um. 
I think that would be pretty um yeah, I think this could be interesting. What do you think? I would like to see it. Still. And by the way, just one more thing with that uh cameo. Anna, yeah. call me. At one eight hundred got bill. <laughs> you can reach him at one eight hundred got bill or you can reach our email at the superview show at gmail.com. He's a lot better than Bill Hader. No offense, Bill Hader. <laughs> yeah, I like you, Bill Hader, but uh, call me Anna. Call him. Okay. All right. What, what do you got, buddy? I thought of this just now. I'll, I'll get to my other one in a second, but I, because I, I, since I, I don't know which studio owns one of these franchises, but I know Paramount owns this one of them. I don't know. Sticking with like the combo crossover stuff, I just for some reason I feel like these two would go together well, given that they're so like kid friendly. I saw this the first, the second two, the second film of this one, the, the this first one in theaters. That is Teen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hear me, I know. Yes, I said teen. Yes, I said TMNT. Right, the movie that came out in twenty fourteen. Like make it make a third one, which uh, the, the, those films were really good. I was really gonna hate on them, but they're actually pretty good. Meets Power Rangers. Now, let me just start. Go, with go, Power. You know what? What? This sounds so calm, it could work. I completely agree. Hear me out for a second. I First off, I'm going to just say it, come right up front and say it. I hate Power Rangers. I, I'm a nerd as nerds gets, but like, I do not like a, I do not like the Power Rangers at all. I'm not the biggest fan of them. I don't, I don't think, I'm, I'm trying to be as nice as I can. I'm just not a fan of them whatsoever. They are out of all the nerdiest things in the world, I'm just not a fan of the Power Rangers. But however, I do like the Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And on top of that, they did cross over in the comic books at one point, but with IDW Publishing and Boom Comics, which, by the way, these are really good comic book companies. If you have not checked out um, Boom or um, what is it? Boom, IDW, Dynamite Publishing. These are really, really, really great fantastic comic book companies that have other gr- branded characters that cross over all the time. If you want to check out more stuff like that, check. If you want to get into like stuff like that, check out these comic book companies, boom, IDW dynamite publishing. Um, boom. Also does a plan of the apes comic book run that I love, which is great. Um, I've army of darkness stuff. It's crazy. They're really good over there too. They do I plug for them. They do a really good job. Anyways, I don't know why, Bill, but I feel like this would work. It kind of would. Like the Power Rangers. We're going really nerd tonight, guys. Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know what it's just maybe not a versus from like they're fighting each other, but I think because they both have swords. They both like fight karate <laughs> fights together. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm I know more of the turtles than the than the end, uh, the Power Rangers, but still go Power Rangers. I'm I'm just not a fan of the Power Rangers, and then there's to me also their 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 costumes are kind of stereotyped as well. Like I just I don't know. Like there's certain things about like like the I'm not trying to sound like it's not, it's not I'm not trying to sound racist at all, but like the Chinese guys, the yellow costume, the, yeah, you know so they, they they have to change that up. I'm not a fan of that at all, but that's me. Anyways, I'm not a fan of that. Anyways, but the but the concept of Power Rangers versus the Turtles, or maybe Meet the Turtles, because we did a live action Turtles film, we did a live action Power Rangers film. Why not combine them? 
I think it's just going to be a bunch of 90s nostalgia of people jizzing their pants. I second that completely. While they're watching this. Um, but I apps, I think it's going to work. It's going to be weird as hell, but it's going to work. I'm not wrong, right? I mean, this actually sounds like legit, somewhat legit possible, right? In a movie, you're not totally you keep the budget low, wrong. you make it work, you know, not like a live action. I mean, I think, I don't know, I, I, it's just probably, and then, you know, what I, on top of that, Bill, get this. What if, let's say Paramount has the right to all four for a second, right, bud? Okay. Let's say Paramount has the right to all four rights of Transformers, G.I. Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. That'd be a cool shared universe. person. And Paramount would be the studio to do it. The, the biggest 90s action jizz fest. <laughs> Literally. Like, it would be crazy seeing all four of them together, but I don't know. I just, that just popped in my head. I'm like that, and I, I did a My Thoughts video that, like, literally seven years ago, but check it out. But, like, I think that could work. I think that that kind of, like, crossover between the Transformers, Turtles, Power Rangers, and G.I. Joe could work in, like, their own universe. I mean, they would, like, do their own thing and whatnot, too, but I think it'd be, I think it'd be worth it. What do you think? I think it could be worth it. I mean, the, the, the nerds would go nuts. They would that is an understatement. They would flip out. They'd be like, oh, my God, they're making a shared universe of all these favorite 90s and 80s nostalgia. I, it's going to Oh, my God. <laughs> it would be crazy. I, I'm all for it. Not a fan of the Power Rangers, but I'm all for it. Um. Anyways, that's just me. So what, 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 do, you, what do you think about it? Am, am I crazy or what? You're not well. You are crazy, but not in this department. Um, <laughs> what do you got? Talk to me. Okay, this is gonna be another weird one. Okay, but since they're both '80s horror movies with a kind of comedic term tone. Okay, picture this: Nightmare on Elm Street meets Beetlejuice. I could actually see that. Really? I mean, they're both, would, would Beetlejuice be like, well, Nightmare on Elm Street's a horror franchise. Beetlejuice is like a, Beetlejuice is It's like a horror yeah. comedy. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you're not crazy. I think that could once. No, stop it. Could that work? I mean, like Beetlejuice and Freddy Krueger? I'm not. I I don't think that that'd be. I think that could work, bud. It'd be like. It would be weird. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, you better lock your door. And then Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Shake, 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 Sinada. Shake your body light. Work, 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 Sinada. Work it all the time. Harry Belafonte, if you're watching, don't sue me. Um, yeah, but I think it could be a very because you've got you know Freddie saying his 
things, and then you got Beetlejuice. You could see them just arguing a lot. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, you could see them just arguing a lot. But it would actually be funny, and I could see going to a point where they're fighting, and Freddy gets and Freddy ends up getting swallowed by a giant sandworm. Hey. Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. So what would you say to... Oh, look, hold on. C- can you click on that, please? This? Yeah. Let's see. Twitter, pop it up. Uh, Twitter's useful. Holy shite! Warner Brothers currently negotiating rights to Nightmare on Elm Street, Beetlejuice, and Little Shop of Horrors. That's crazy. That's interesting. Interesting, bud. Very interesting. A Nightmare on Elm and Little Shop of Horrors, among others. Copyright termination, blah, blah, blah. Legal shit that we don't need to talk about because none of us are lawyers. But we play them on TV. Um, <laughs> but no, they kind of do have the same tone. Yeah. They can both be very dark, but they can also be very comedic. Yeah, I mean. But they can also be very comedic. So, and I, but you know what? I do think. I think there is parts of the movie it can get a little annoying though. Yeah. I mean constantly just going back at each other, be like, okay, can we get to them killing each other again, please? Hmm. So hey, yeah, I mean, anything's possible, bud. Anything is possible in this great land we live in. So God bless America. Um, anyway. Yes. And before we move on, I just want to say one thing. It's showtime. <laughs> it's showtime. Oh, it's showtime, baby. It's showtime. Oh yeah. Go um, ahead, make my millennium. <laughs> oh my god. Um, my go. Go right ahead, my friend. All right, now if you're bear with me, everyone. We already saw two of these films together, but I mean, I think a reboot of this, these two films, would be not only smart, but if, you did, if they do them right. It could be really worth something. Alien versus Predator. They made two of these films already. We talked about Robocop versus Terminator. Alien versus Predator was just, I mean, the films were not great. The first one was better than the second one. But like, that's not saying much though. But they did make two of them. There was enough material to make two films of Alien versus Predator. The Predator universe and the Alien universe are both rich, 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 Rich to mine as far as to go. And, you know, if you make another one, you make another one. Or, or, you know, they could reboot it. I'm not sure how they would go about doing it. I mean, should they reboot Alien versus Predator? We're married with kids. It would be really, t- I mean, I mean what, Bill, what do you think? Would, do you think that, like, Alien, I mean, have you seen the Alien films? You haven't seen the Alien films. Have you seen Predator? No, I have not seen Predator. All right, okay. let's hear it. Shame, shame. Get on it. Predator is in my top, I think, 10 films of all time. I forget. How many? But, um, um, 
How many alien films are there again? There are a total of six. Well, technically there's four, and then there's two prequel films, and there's supposed to be a third one soon, but I think Disney can that. Well, looks like I got to get on it. I mean, look, the first one is one of the best movies of all time, personally. But that's me. The second one is one of the best action films of all time. All right, bud? And Predator Predator is a great movie. Predator is a great movie. Like, on its own, it's incredible. Like, I love Predator. And uh, Predator 2, I think, is a little bit underappreciated, just a little bit. I mean, it pales in comparison to the first one, but it's still a very good movie on its own with Danny Glover that stars the, the co- lead cop, whatever. So, I don't know. I just, I think that anything is truly possible. So, I, but, but, I mean, should Alien, should Disney be I, Alien I could Predator? see. Should they... Reboot Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, should they? Like I said, to be fair, I haven't seen them, so I can't really okay. make a fair assumption. But maybe. I mean, I, I mean, I think there's because they've um Dark Horse comic books. Again, I'm going back to the comics because I'm a big fan of like the crossover stuff of the comics. The Dark Horse they had like a run of Alien vs. Predator comic books. They've had Aliens books. They've had Predator books. They have all these extended world stories that are rich to mine. For an AVP three or a reboot of the AVP stuff, I mean Disney owns Fox, so I mean why can't Disney reboot AVP? They did make two of them. They didn't make they made, they made. I don't think they made a lot of money, but I think it'd be worth it to see them. Truthfully, I mean, what's your? I mean, I mean, I would love to see it a reboot of this franchise because and plus the, the video game franchise is really booming with like Predator and Mortal Kombat. The Xenomorph. So there's still a lot of stuff you could do with this. These characters. How many Predator? I, I I hate to weirdly interrupt here. You're but, good. Um, how many Predator movies are there? Uh, four. There's one from the original one. There's a second one. There's a third one that was actually pretty good called Predators in 19 in 2010. It takes you know what? Um, yeah, JT. I don't know if you remember this. We had a text conversation in this. Um, what's up? about doing this thing in the summer. Remember, we were going to do a super review show versus Rotten Tomatoes, like do the rankings of the Rotten Tomato movies. Uh, I think so, yes. We were going to pick a franchise and then say whether we agree or disagree and then do our own ranking over that. So, yeah, yeah. so maybe we we could do the uh, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, we could, do, we could do one episode for Alien, one episode for Predator. Why not, you know? Because yeah, they're, so, they're two separate franchises, but they did cross over at one point. Yeah, so why would you want to see a reboot of Alien vs. Predator? I think there's a good enough... If you come up with a good enough story and you come up with a good enough script and everything else, I think it could work better than it already did. I mean, because the, the original one, if I'm not mistaken, the original the original AVP did not... Well, was not received well by critics, the first one. This film was... I mean, it got like... It has a, I mean, a lot of people liked it, like the fans liked it, but it has a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb and a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, the critics didn't like it, but fans did like it, and they made enough money to the point where they could make a second one, then they did. They made AVP Requiem, which was came out in 2007, which, I mean, according to Google, 76% of people like this movie. 
And, and but as a four point six on on IMDb, I mean, I think because the critical reception was did it, but the I mean, hundred and it has a twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's rough too. Um, but it does have it does have a it made one hundred thirty million dollars. I mean, would I think that they would do another one? A sequel to it? I don't think so. But would they do a reboot of the franchise of the AVP stuff? I'd be open to that, but that's me. Let me just check the box. What did the first one make? The first one made a hundred on a budget of sixty to seventy million. It made one hundred seventy-seven million. The, the that's not bad actually. Made profit there. The second one though, I'm just playing it up here for a sec. The second one though, I mean, the second one made. The, this one made money. The second with the budget was forty, and then they made one hundred thirty million worldwide. That's not bad. I mean, could you, but I think, I think I say this because I feel like the story is rich to mine. There's a lot of story to be done here, truthfully, but that's me as a fan of these characters and a fan of these franchises. I feel like they could really redo this really well. If you get the right director and screenwriter and all that stuff, it's possible. So, but that's, that's what I think. I mean, that's just my, my opinion of that, but that's me. What do you think, bud? I think it could work if you get the right director. I think it could work. The right team. You get like the. I would love. To, you know what? I love to see director film. Like a reboot of this film. No. Uh, the guy named Scott Derrickson. He's a horror director. He also directed the first Doctor Strange film. Hmm. Because I mean, he's a he directed Sinister, and The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I didn't see those horror films, but I do know that. He's a good budget filmmaker and he directed a couple of horror films and he directed the first Doctor Strange film. He did? He directed the first one. So, so what's the guy's name? Scott what? Scott Derrickson, I believe this is his name is. I don't even know. But he he I think that's his name. He he he's he's a horror director. And because Doctor Strange, the first one was kind of scary. I mean, there were some elements that were key in there, and it was really that film was made a lot of money, it was well received. He's also a horror element director too, and I think that having him as the director of AVP reboot, I that that I mean, that's fine with me. But I mean, some people are like, "Well, what are you talking about?" I mean, just give it a shot. But I think he'd be a good choice person. What do you think, Bill? Who would you? Who? What kind of director would you pick to direct an AVP reboot? Probably, um, maybe Matt Reeves, the guy who did Planet of the Apes and the Batman. What do you think? That's a. I didn't even think of that choice. That's a really good choice because the, the plan of the ones, the modern ones, were pretty dark for the most part. And the 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 Batman, we just got to see the Batman. That movie was freakishly dark. So I mean, why not? Yeah, because I I was also thinking like J.J. Abrams on the more science fiction route, but I think he's I don't think he's dark enough. What J.J.? Yeah, J.J. Abrams. I mean, J.J. Abrams could direct it, but I don't know if he. He's too. I mean, he could go dark. He did, he'd also directed Cloverfield too. So I would say maybe Matt Reeves. Matt, I mean, Matt Reeves is good. I think Matt Reeves too. Matt Reeves is a good pick. I think um, if you want to go more darker, I'd go like Scott Derrickson. Those just our picks. I mean, if you guys have any ideas, jump down and uh, and just let us know what you guys are thinking out there. Um, what is your next pick? Okay, my final one. Since you talked about rebooting the crossover, guess what? Two can play at that game. Um, uh-huh. Okay, I know this had already happened, but we want a mulligan, damn it. I want a mulligan. 
I want to see a better Batman v Superman film. Oh my god. Yeah, people, we're doing this. Oh my god. I mean, okay. I'll chime in when I'm when you're done, but go ahead. It's just that okay. This movie had some good things in it. This movie had some good things in it. Um I liked um I did like Ben Affleck as Batman. Me too. I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I liked Jeremy Irons as Alfred. He was great. And of course, I liked Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. But the problem is, I didn't feel like this was a Batman v Superman movie. I feel like they focused it more on the Dawn of Justice part. Yeah. Then they did the Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think there was, I think that this, I think that they did the best. I think Zack Snyder did the best job he could possibly do with this movie, truthfully, given the situation that Warner Brothers was in. Warner Brothers was like, let's just throw this in there, throw this in there, set up the Justice League. There was a lot of rushing in this one, but I will say that the parts that we did, the banter between Batman and Superman was great. The other the other stuff that the, the Lex Luthor part with Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, don't don't even talk about that. That doesn't like, exist in my world. I'm not gonna talk about it. But like um I will say this though. I I, I agree with you that I, I would like to see another shot at this, but I don't think they would ever do it, truthfully. But I will say this. Have you seen the ultimate? Have you seen the ultimate edition of it at all? Or no? I do. I do have it on DVD, but I haven't watched it. Bill, <laughs> I need to watch it. It's know. on HBO Max as well. So listen, hear me out for a sec, bud. Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition. Plug for our movie commentary I did by myself in 2017 uh, or 2016. I forgot. I did a movie commentary by myself of this movie of the ultimate edition. The ultimate edition is so much better there because it, it, it's, it's about an extra 20 minutes longer. So it's like three hours long, but, but, but it makes things more cohesive. So the stuff that the theatrical release that, that they released in theaters was not the greatest because they cut out certain things that they wanted to fit a runtime in. Whereas if they released a three hour cut, so, you know, this is the movie, that's it. It might have been received differently, truthfully. That's how good that ultimate edition is. I would give that ultimate edition a nine out of ten, nine point five out of ten. It's that good of a film. If you watch the ultimate cut, it's a lot better. Truthfully, you'll have to come over and watch it one day. <laughs> yeah, I think I might do that. So yeah, but I think because I mean, yeah, go ahead. Because my problem is, like I said. They focused it too much on the Dawn of Justice part. Because like I said, with DC, I feel like with this movie, they were just trying to play catch-up to Marvel. Unfortunately, yeah. I feel like they were just trying to play catch-up to Marvel. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, they they definitely were trying to do that. I mean, I, I still enjoyed it for what it was, but the ultimate edition was just that good. I mean, the the ultimate edition of this film was so good. I mean, the, people can hate on the theatrical cut all they want. I don't care. But that extended edition, I've watched it. 
dude. It's like a it's like a fanboy's wet dream. JT, I have to ask you something. Yes. Do you bleed? You will. <laughs> you will. That you was, will. That fight was really good between Batman and Superman. That was really, really, really well done. You know what part actually does make me laugh when um when Batman saves Mama Kent. Yeah. And she's like, uh, I'm a friend of your uh, I'm a friend of your son's. Yeah, I kind of figure that. Yeah, that, that was funny. Um, yeah, I kind of figure that. Yeah, I just I don't know. There was we got the movie we got in theaters, but I like I, like I said, if you can watch the ultimate, if you, if you can cut out of your day, watch the extended cut of Batman v Superman. It's worth it, one hundred percent. I mean, the movie got received the way it was. But honestly, the extended edition is just that good. The ultimate edition, that, the three and a half hour cut, the three hour and like 10 minute cut, it's that good. It really, it cuts, it makes all the bad stuff feel cohesive. It's that good. So yeah. I was, I, you want to know how excited I was for this film on a side note? Do you want to know how excited I was for this movie? How excited? I literally wore a Superman shirt to the theater with a Batman pants. I was that excited. I was like, I'm kidding. And there was no shame in saying that, JT. There was no shame. Exactly, but exactly. No shame. Anyways, anything else you want to talk about on Batman v Superman? No, I, I like I said, the good parts are good, but I, I just want to see a do-over, man. I just, you know, I want to see it more focused on Batman v Superman and not just them trying to, hey, let's let's play catch up to Marvel. Yeah, I mean, and I, I still piss off a certain person who likes it because you know who I think like this movie, Matt Hemsley. Matt Hemsley. Oh, I'm sorry, not just Matt Hemsley. Doctor Matt. Doctor Matt Hemsley. We love you, Matt. Please come back on. I... Um. Oh my god. Um, but I'm all for it too. But I'm all for a Batman vs Superman. You know, take and whatnot. But I mean, hey. The ultimate, the ultimate edition movie commentaries up on our YouTube channel. Check it out. Um, anyways, I digress. I, I'm actually all good, but if you want to, was this your last pick? Yeah, this is my last pick. Are you all good? I am good if you are good, my friend. I am good if you are good. So, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean that's all, folks. But that's all, folks. Okay, so thank you. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You guys, remember, hit the like button, subscribe, whatever you have to do. If you enjoyed us on Spotify podcast, check us out on there. And how could I forget to mention to my good, my good dear friend, Bill, to plug his, shamelessly plug his podcast. Don't forget to check out the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. And don't forget to check out the coverage from our friends tomorrow for the NFL draft. Check that out. Oh, boy. And I, I will always say they do incredible work over there at the Sports Thanks. and Sanity Network. Don't get to check out my vlogs, too, that I've been pumping yes. out. Yes, his vlogs are great on his on their YouTube channel. Check them out, sir. They are so good. <laughs> so, but, uh, but that will do it for us, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of Mixed Bag next week. 